0: Welcome to the music grind podcast. This is episode 25. The Music Grind, the podcast where we take a look at behind the scenes, day in the life of working musicians. And as we all know, I think that this uh, pandemic has affected every industry, every person, uh, both professionally has affected many of us professionally emotionally mentally physically all of it and we in the music industry uh, in the hospitality industry entertainment all of that are especially affected because everybody is asked to to stay home which is the right thing to do but that by nature means that we are in effect out of work for quite some time until we don't know when (laughs) I guess that's part of the problem so this Um, This series of podcast episodes are designed or are meant to uh, focus on some of the previous guests to this uh, podcast. And I wanted to just check up on people, see how they're doing, see how they're coping and see if we get some uh, insight into their daily routine, how it's changed and what they have been doing to cope, uh, what they see for the future. Uh, what they see for the present and things that we might glean from their insight so that is the whole purpose behind this series of episodes and um, and there you go so without further ado here's the third episode of the covid checkup series with lance cox So Lance, thanks for, uh, thanks for coming back to, yeah, I got the dogs going.
1: (laughs) I know as soon as we start.
0: (laughs) That's okay. That's, I mean, that's life. That's real life. That's what, that they want us to stay at home. And this is what happens when you stay at home. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So how, how are you doing? How is, um, how how are you doing through this whole thing and like, um, in terms of being uh, well, or being, or economically or everything, how's it going for you?
1: Uh, I am on temporary furlough from Bush Gardens. Okay. Which means I'm unemployed, uh, until further notice. Uh, so I, I, I could very well still have my job when all is said and done. I doubt it at this point. It doesn't seem like a likely thing, but you know, maybe, maybe it'll come back around. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of okay right now. I have, I got my last check from there and then I, I got my last, uh, big gig check from a while back and then, uh, uh, I filed for unemployment, hopefully hear hear back on that soon yeah. enough. Uh, yeah, like mentally and stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. It's been, a it's been interesting having all the free time, you know, um, But it doesn't feel I'm sure other other people could articulate this better, but it doesn't you know, it it feels so strange. It's not quite like having just time to work or having a vacation or something like that. It's like there's all sorts of weird stresses and anxiety with this that sometimes allow me to be motivated and sometimes are kind of crippling, you know.
0: Right. Yeah, that that wave. This is like we should be I guess if idealistically we should all just be creating our masterpieces now, but <laughs> yeah. because of what this actually is, sometimes you just can't get there.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah, sometimes it's tough. I I have found uh for me the evenings are the hardest time to stay motivated and do anything. I do usually just end up watching TV or maybe I'll play some piano or something, but um uh, what helps a lot is I I try I'm trying to get up earlier. Uh, this week I started off getting up at eight. Today it ended up being nine, but I, I want to get up at least at eight a.m. Maybe earlier uh, for the duration of this thing. And if I can get up, get my body moving, you know, avoid my phone for a bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, take my dogs on a walk or something. Get get going. Eat a decent breakfast. Then I find that I will at least get four or five fairly productive hours. I might not necessarily. I can't always get the creative thing going all the time, but I can definitely sit down and practice my, you know, scales or like work out a handbook or do some rudiments or something. I can always find something a little more utilitarian that I can be productive on, you know?
0: Right. Right. Do you have any, um, big projects in mind that you're, that you want to accomplish?
1: Well, I, and you know, I've been trying to put together my original project for a while now. It's been slowly coming together and, uh, it's interesting, this, this, uh, break in reality, <laughs> <laughs> uh, has, it's opened the door to have all the time to do it, but it's been the hardest thing to try to find motivation to work on. Um, but a lot of the pieces had already started coming together on quite a few songs. So I, I'm just kind of trying to, at the moment, uh, I don't want to make myself feel bad for not focusing on that, even though that's the thing I want to do. Um, instead what I'm doing is, uh, like I said, kind of trying to focus on, uh, those more utilitarian things that I can work on, like, uh, you know, practicing fundamentals and technique stuff, both vocally and on keys. And then, you know, whenever the creative, whatever comes back around for me, (laughs) whatever that is, uh you know i'll have a better skill set prepared to do that, you know right. so right, right, but ideally, what I would do is write you know a song or two a day and record right. them all and have like six albums ready to go um but obviously that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, now what are are your thoughts on this whole, um, you know, the live stream thing and everybody's jumping on because we're forced to, you know, virtual lessons and live streams and and all this stuff. What are your, do you have any thoughts on that whole trend now?
1: Uh, I think in a lot of ways, it's really cool. Um, I, I mean obviously there's nothing like playing live and there's nothing like being, you know, even if it's like a, a not so great, you know, restaurant or bar gig or something there's there's nothing like that experience of playing with other people and and being around people who are, you know, at least hearing you if not really listening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but uh I I find it interesting that the more i see people posting things you know great musicians in the area all sorts of different musicians from all different styles and gig circles and whatever are posting these things and it's made it really hard to feel alone <laughs> in this oh. so i find that really mm-hmm. encouraging it's it's scary that so many of us are in the same boat but it's kind of cool to be like oh cool we're all just trying to make it work and oh yeah, we were all just trying to make it work before this. Like to me, I, I hope that it makes things feel a little less toxically competitive in the way that our industry can become. And a little more like, um, you know, a little bit of competition or certain types of competition are healthy, but you get what I'm saying? Like, I hope maybe it brings us together on a better
0: Yeah. To support one another rather than beat one another down. Right. I guess. Yeah. The toxic, toxic competition. I think that's, that's a great, uh, phrase for it because I think you're right. The, some level of competition, if it makes us better, that's, that's good. But when it's right, when it's toxic, that's when it
1: becomes all about tearing other people down instead of building your own thing up or building the, the scene up or whatever it is, you know? Sure. Yeah.
0: So, so to that end, what, what do you think, um, what do you think we can do as a, as a local scene, uh, once we're all let out of our houses, <laughs> what do we do? What do we need to do to rebuild, um, Ooh. this scene?
1: Um, <laughs> sorry, as Colbert click clacking around. Um, uh, Man, that's a really good question, and I I don't know if I necessarily have an answer for that. Um, I I think a lot of it will just rely on us as individuals, um, just treating each other better, even if all the circumstances kind of go back to normal and we all go back to our respective you know gig scenes and and hopefully you know, hopefully there are as many or somehow miraculously more gigs and, you know, work to be found after this. I don't know. Um, that's probably idealistic, but, um, even if that's the case, I would hope that we just all, uh, we come at it from a a more, uh, constructive perspective. Hopefully we're learning, uh, something that we can carry into that all together and figure out that answer together, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, have you, I don't know if you've talked to anybody who is like just a a lay person, I guess, not a musician, not in the industry, but have you talked to people like that? And I'm just curious is like, do you get the sense that people are going to, are going to be hesitant to come out to gigs and be around crowds? Or do you get a sense that people are ready to like, they're ready to party right now? (laughs) Uh, you know, I haven't spoken to a
1: lot of people about that. I think, um, I think probably the first couple of months it'll, I don't know. Cause I think some people are going to fall into each camp, you know? Um, I think they are things like for those of us who do like weddings and corporate events and stuff, uh, thankfully the people I work with, I, I, I want to give them a shout out if I can, um, to sure. Leon entertainment, they've done a really great job at trying to convince all the clients to postpone the events to later in the year. And I, I'm hoping everyone's been able to do that. I'm sure most people have tried. Um, and so I think for those types of gigs, we're going to see people, um, I think they're just going to be really happy that their thing, their, their party, their, their celebration, whatever it is ended up happening. And so I think those are going to be some really fun gigs coming up as far as with restaurants and stuff. I think I think it could go either way. We might see a surge of, you know, people just ready to get out and, you know, get drunk and whatever, and (laughs) people might just want to hang tight a little bit longer, you know? I think it kind of depends on what we see over the next week or
0: two with, like, numbers, you know, in the... Yeah. So... In terms of the, um, like, how many people are are getting this. Do right. you, um, do you have any, uh, connection? Do you have like family or, or something or that are either in healthcare or up North or somewhere that's, um, that's been strongly affected or more, more strongly affected?
1: Uh, I mean, I think I have some friends on social media. I don't, I'm not related to anyone or, uh, know anyone directly who's had it or been dealing with it. Um, at, at least not anyone that I talk to regularly. Um, I do. I have a friend, a musician who lives in New York City, who uh, was just starting to get a lot of work subbing on Broadway. He's a trumpet player, and um, he, you know, it was really he's really getting his stuff together, getting going. He was getting regular work and, you know, kind of making it as it were. And then this happened. And I, the last time I talked to him, he said it took him five days of spending most of the day walking around to different grocery stores before he found a grocery store that had any of the things he needed.
0: Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, man. (laughs) And that's, I mean, to be walking around like that in out in, in the open in New York is even That is risky. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Did he, did he give you any sense of like what he thinks, um, what he thinks in terms of when this is going to come back, you know, especially for Broadway, you know, that's not a seasonal thing.
1: Uh, I, I spoke to him pretty early on. It was maybe, um, I I don't even know if there had been any stay at home orders yet. I think they were just, it was just when we were starting to see like the stuff fly off the shelves, you know, people not being able to find paper goods and stuff. So I I need to catch up with him, but I'll definitely let you know if I, I talk to him again the next week or two.
0: Yeah. Um, what, uh, where can uh, people follow you for updates and stuff like that? <laughs>
1: uh, well, I you know I still have my Instagram. Uh, uh, what is my Instagram? Oh, Lance Norman Drums, <laughs> I think is what it is. And uh, I I don't I don't post a lot right now. Uh, I am kind of in the process, as I've mentioned. Uh, I want to get my keyboard playing and my singing going, so I'm I'm really focusing on that. And hopefully I will have the the courage and quality to post some, like, covers and things soon. Um, and then, uh, as far as my original project, that's Dead Brother or Dead Brother Band. And we have an Instagram. And uh, that's pretty much all we have right now. But uh, uh-huh. uh, hopefully we'll be releasing some, some songs soon. And then um, eventually, if we can all, you know, be in, in the same room together legally get some like <laughs> pictures and other things like that done. And maybe even some
0: shows going, you know, well, tell me a little more about uh dead brother band. Let, let's let the people know. Um, what this so is. how did this come out? A- uh,
1: I, I think I talked about it a little bit. Uh, the last time I spoke with you, uh, it's just an original project, kind of one of the main, um, uh, it's kind of indie rock type stuff. And, um, one of the main uh, reasons why it kind of came to be was I went to the Dali Museum in St. Saint, in Saint Petersburg and uh, there's a painting there called Portrait of My Dead Brother and uh, that painting just blew my mind and I really like sucked me into it, like kind of the way they do in movies when, you know, like, I don't know, someone has one of those like moments in a museum or something, but, yeah. um, and uh, just a lot of there's a lot of layers of metaphor for that, for me personally, that spoke. Uh, so now I'm, um, just started writing songs, started working on, uh, my keyboard and singing, like I said, and, um, uh, trying to write songs that are just honest. Um, not trying to write anything in particular, not trying to write anything popular or cool. And I mean that not just in the, the main sense. I mean, like, I don't really care if like, it's cool to musicians, like, like, I don't want to get bogged down with that, like, oh, I didn't do enough cool chord stuff in here or something. <laughs> um, right. Although I still do some interesting things musically, I find. Um, but to me anyway, maybe not to anyone else. <laughs> you're
0: writing. It sounds like you're writing for yourself, which I think is the best way to do it.
1: I, I just, I yeah, I want to, I just want to be honest in, in the yeah. writing and I want to do something that feels uh, as real as something can feel especially given the context that most of what I uh, am able to do musically is playing covers, which that can be real. I'm not saying it's not real, but um, it's not as personal or as um, expressive as maybe something I would, I want, you know, all the time.
0: (laughs) Right. Right. So is there, is there anything else um, that you think you want to say to um, either listeners um, of music um, or, you know, or the, the people in the industry, like, um, something that we can, uh, move forward with, you know?
1: Uh, I would say, you know, if you're, if you're a musician, uh, and you feel like, you know, you're just not getting to do what you love to do right now. Cause a lot of us aren't totally getting to do that. Um, like there are other outlets fine, like, uh, uh for instance, my girlfriend, uh, she's a professor and so all her classes had to move online. And yeah. one thing, one outlet I found that I've really enjoyed, uh, is we make like a, a little faux podcast to go along with her lectures. Um they basically are the lectures, and I'm kind of like representing the class. So she's like <laughs> asking me the questions she would ask the class. And it's a little bit of a creative outlet. I I made like a little theme song for it, you know, and it's really fun. And it like, it's a little, it's just like a little bit of like, oh yeah, I don't have to be doing exactly what I was doing before. Um, So like, look for those outlets. Um, There's no shame. And like, if you have to get a job doing something else for now or for a while, a lot of us might end up, you know, bagging groceries or or whatever, whatever there is. Um, And uh, like, there's, that's not like admitting defeat or something like we should all be right. open to doing whatever we need to do. Uh, and for people outside of the, in- Oh, actually one last thing for people, the rest of us is like, yeah, keep supporting each other, keep helping each other out. And like, um, I, I've, I've gotten to make some videos with, uh, Jeremy Douglas and the, the people at the Florida B- orchestra.
0: Yes. And that's, that's, that's those been are really cool.
1: Thanks. That's been super fun. I, if, if, if you have the means to make videos, collaborative videos with other people, even if it's not the highest audio quality or whatever, oh man, it's really fun. It gives you a bit of a feeling of like doing a performance with other people. And so please, you know, seek out those things if you can. And then everyone outside of, you know, us weirdos who play music, (laughs) um, please just realize that in this time when, uh, you know, the whole world's has stopped and it's, it's just not going as usual. Look, look, look what you turned to, to keep you sane. You turn to the arts yes. and, and yes. keep in mind that we got to eat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, that's a big, oh man, that's, I'm glad you mentioned that. That's a big thing. We have devalued before all this, we had devalued the arts so, so severely, and as you said, in this time of isolation of quarantine, look mm. what everyone has turned to—the arts. Exactly, the arts, mm-hmm. and not just music. All kinds of arts. Oh yeah,
1: there's all all kind, uh, uh, like uh, uh, Jim from the Office. Those John Krasinski videos. Those are amazing. I mean, people doing dance classes for free. Yeah. You know, uh, just uh, all sorts of amazing things happening. Um, but these people who are doing these free things probably not John Krasinski. He probably doesn't need any of your money, but, (laughs) uh, you know, a lot of us, you know, uh, just because we're putting something out there for free doesn't mean we don't, uh, also need a little help. So keep that in mind. If you are, if you're in a spot to contribute to someone's Patreon or anything, whatever it might be like, uh, you know, definitely keep your, your friends and your, your favorite artists in mind.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. That's a, That's a great word. Are you on Patreon?
1: I'm not. Um, I've, I've only recently started considering doing something like that and it it might happen. Uh, we'll see. I'm going to kind of ride this next week or two and see, you know, what direction everything seems to be going.
0: (laughs) Right, right, right. Well, Lance, thanks. Um, thanks for taking the time to update us on, uh, and give us some of your thoughts. And this, this is actually, this has been great. Um, supporting the artists and and keeping in mind and the the whole bit about um let's avoid the toxic competition mm. I, I love that, that yeah that's that's exactly what we should do moving forward yeah definitely let's get rid of that toxic competition yeah um, all right lance thanks again man thank I you appreciate it thanks all right. let's see you There you have him, Lance Cox, um, drummer extraordinaire, and now songwriter, band leader of his own original project, um, composer. You know, for these for his own podcast, uh, his uh, at least for the the project that you just heard, the thing that you just heard. And I love the idea that he was expressing about getting rid of toxic competition. Uh, I think that that is exactly what, uh, one of the things that we should focus on now and going forward after this uh, this whole pandemic. We are in solidarity now, but it let us all remember that after the fact. There is no need for toxic competition. Obviously some competition, if it makes us better, that's a good thing. But this toxicity Uh, undercutting people or bashing people to make yourself feel good. I hope that we get rid of that uh, for good, or at least I hope that we remember this current time that we're in. Also, uh, I think he put it so well, let's not forget... That in this time, we turned to the arts. When we were told to stay isolated, we turned to the arts. Whether it's music, as we're discussing, whether it's uh, movies, drama, books, dance, whatever it is, uh, we as a society have turned to the arts to console ourselves, to lift ourselves up, to express ourselves. And I hope that we as a country, as a society, remember that and learn to value the arts again, you know, uh, by by buying music, by buying. Um, of course, the, there are things that need to be fixed and we can address all that. But fundamentally, the arts as a society, as a culture, that is what drives us math science um and technology is all important uh, of course but the arts are just as important and i think that my hope is that we remember that going forward so i love that the fact that lance expressed that in this interview Please remember to subscribe to this podcast on whichever platform you happen to prefer. You can share it to your friends who might happen to uh, want to know and get the, uh, the behind the scenes thing. You can leave a rating and or a review. In fact, and leave a rating and review on whichever platform. It's available on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts and Pandora. Uh, it, it will help so much if you leave a five star and a review. If you share it with people, or if you subscribe yourself, if you grab your phone from your friend and subscribe them, um, I would love it. They may or may not. Who knows? Let's find out. And uh, and if they do, if they don't, you know, send me a DM. Uh, followed on Instagram at Music Grind Podcast. Send me a DM and let me know how your friend reacted to you grabbing their phone. Or you can send me an email and let me know how your friend reacted at musicgrindpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, so finally, please don't forget about Project Mar. Uh, Their website is project-mar.org. It's a nonprofit, a legit 501c3 organization. They are selling uh, these T-shirts that you can purchase to help uh, the purpose behind this is to help local musicians who have lost all or most of their work, uh, and those who are struggling financially. You can help um, to you by your purchase of this shirt and any other further donations. You can help to support local artists. Um, so what I suggest is you buy the shirt. Get it. Stay home for the time being and, you know, take a picture and tag all your friends uh, and tag me, tag uh, the Mar St. Pete, uh, tag everybody. But then when we are all finally set free and let loose into the wild (laughs) and gigs do finally come back, put that shirt on and go to your local uh, local venue and go see the local artist. Put the shirt on and show literally show your support. Uh, That that would be an amazing sight if we would walk around uh, whenever the gigs come back on a Saturday, on a Friday, on a Sunday, on a Thursday afternoon or whatever, and we see these uh, shirts that say, let music be the cure. Remember, project-mar.org. And so with that, uh, as always, uh, wash your hands, practice social distancing, and thanks for listening.